I didn't notice it at first. I was working out so hard. Welcome aboard the USS Boda. This is your captain, not Patrick Stewart speaking. You're listening to Dork Trek. Dorktrek.com. Engage, Mr. Manny. Welcome to episode 402 of Dork Trek. We're reviewing Voyager right now. And I think there's a bit of a controversy brewing because two of the four members of the podcast are currently watching the show in 1.5 speed. Um, <laughs> now, now define one, but does that mean the episode is over in like 25 minutes? Yeah. Yeah, but it only works I think it's on closer phone. to 30. Yeah. It only works like on that. your phone. Like, now, do they all sound like chipmunks? They're a no. little bit, well, they're a little bit fast. They're not high pitched, but it's just fast. Yeah. Does Nobody this... on this show talks really fast. So it, and there's. They're being dramatic, like, Dennis. It's deliberate. But there's a lot of dramatic pauses in the show that still Those are come there through. for um, emotion, they Dennis. They still come through at 1.5 speed. Yeah. Hang on. I'm so gonna... the reason I was running a few minutes late is because I couldn't watch it. 1.5 speed on my TV. I had planned for yeah, a certain yeah. amount of time, and I was like, "Oh, shit, I'm out of yeah. time." Yeah, it's a bummer. So, are you going to continue to watch it on 1.5 speed? Here, hang on. Let me try to get. How do you? <laughs> it just depends how much time I have and how many episodes I have. I'm on my way to engineering. I'll be with you as soon as I'm done. Hi, Captain. <laughs> the computer told me I'd find you on deck 11, section 4B, starboard side, and sure enough, here you are. What can I do for you, Felix? I assume you'd want to talk to me about about the both. We're headed for the space, and as I told okay, you, so that's 1.5 speed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that count as watching the episodes if you're watching them all at 1.5 speed? It, it feels more like watching a high school play, like where <laughs> people are just get trying to get the lines out. Yeah. You know, like they don't want to forget them, so they're just like, and it's like a tennis match. They're just trying to get the lines out when they hear the other line instead of actually acting. Mm-hmm. And plus, we don't really. <sighs> We we don't really rate the episodes on the acting, do we? Mm. You know, and, and the performance. That can be a bonus. I mean, so did you miss out on the weird flex from weightlifting guy? Because that whole scene for me was very wooden and stilted. Well, I don't. Between... I don't know if Jenny watched that episode. Maybe I watched the wrong episodes. What? No, this no Dennis. He's talking about last week's episode where the guy was like, "Oh, it was so cold. I felt it while I was working out so hard, or whatever the hell he said." Yeah. Who who I reached out to on Instagram uh, to, about getting an interview. I don't know if it, I don't think the guy uses Instagram, but I'm not going to pay for IMDb Pro so I can talk to his agent because I would really like to maybe start doing interviews. He doesn't have like a management email in his uh, bio or anything. You could look. How are you going to get work? Maybe he's not trying to get work. But what I would like to do maybe for the Patreon is like interview people who we like from the various shows or like interesting characters just to try to make the Patreon a little more, um, I don't know, uh, diverse, if you will. I got to go tuck in my kids because I'll be right back. Kid duty. Tom Virtue. Come on, Tom Virtue. Come on the show. You coward. Yeah, now I'm really concerned that I watched the wrong episodes because well, no, it really it's it's an insignificant scene. It's like when um, when Harry's walking through the ship and he keeps getting lost and he eventually runs into this other yellow shirt guy. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy was he just kind of offhandedly mentions like, oh, I guess that's why I got so cold in the gym. And Harry's like, it got cold. He's like, well, yeah, I didn't notice it at first because I was working out so hard. 
<laughs> I didn't notice Sweet. it until it got down to to 10 yeah. C yeah. because I was working out so hard. My pecs were flexing. Yeah. I think and my favorite part of that episode was when they were like phenomena, phenomena. And I was like, dun, 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 we, dun, 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 dun. yep, exactly uh, what we did. Uh, you know what? You, you guys are fine without me. I think I'm just going to take out for the next couple of years. We still need you. It's the, it's layering, you know, it's <laughs> putting all that stuff on top of each other. <laughs> uh, I was really disappointed that Neelix came back in that episode. That was, you know, yeah. everybody's like, oh, Neelix is missing. Uh, oh, shoot. That would be terrible. My big note last week was if he comes back at the last minute and saves the day, I'm quitting the show. He didn't save the day. I know. I'm just saying if he had have, if he would have. Yeah. He did have. Yeah. I don't know. It was just an episode. Five. <laughs> wow. Is that what you gave it? A five? Four and a half. Four. Let's give it a four see, and a half. See, with a four and a half, you literally do not resolve anything. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Because what Bob rated it pretty high, he gave it a seven, I want to say something like that. And then you and I went low. Yeah, See, I really felt like it was, it was, it was interesting in a lot of ways. Like it was kind of the same stuff that we always had seen, like the temporal subspace, blah blah blah. Exactly. But it was pretty interesting in a lot of ways. But it was also just, it was also just terrible in a way that I couldn't put my finger on. I mean, there's just a lot of stupid shit happening, like the 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 bar wench getting mad at the doctor for not doing his job right. I was like, I don't care. Just whatever. Can y'all just yeah. die? <laughs> but I think that my most the most interesting part about it actually was the fact that the, the, their way of resolving it was to not do anything. I was like, you know what? Yeah. That's different. That is really different. <laughs> Good job, Star Trek. Yeah, that was Bob's favorite part is that they, they couldn't save the day. <laughs> yeah. Like they just had to kind of just lay back and take yeah, it. Just take it. Just take it. Let it happen, Voyager. Think, just close your eyes happen. and think of the Federation. Shh, just let it happen. <laughs> Jesus. Well, it's nice to be back. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling comfortable after that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, rape jokes. Oh man, I gotta have to edit that out. <laughs> no. What? I'm just no, back just... trashing up the show. You know how it is. I dig it. Just getting Ginny to tell us her opinions of last week's episode. Oh, did I miss it? Did you watch last yeah. week's episode? Yeah, I did. At yeah, one that's and why and I was running speed. a little late. Oh, so you watched both episodes at one and a half yes. speed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I watched like that one at one and a half, and then the second one at normal speed. I think oh. probably made the wrong choice. <laughs> um so what's this week's episode even called i do not know how to say the name parturition what does I'm that even mean guess parturition family part parturition i don't know they start a band i i parturition there it is what is parturition it's the action of giving birth to young childbirth that's, That's disgusting. Somebody just was thumbing through the thesaurus to name this episode. Parturition. Yeah. Let's pick a word that sounds fancy. 
It was directed by uh, Jonathan Frakes. Is the pronunciation. Uh, Really? Yep. This was the second of three episodes of Star Trek Voyager to be directed by Jonathan Frakes. To be fair, I don't think he's the reason why I didn't like this episode. So you didn't like this episode right off the bat? Like you're just... No, I I started out liking it. And it really? And a sharp turn. <laughs> I'm completely opposite. <laughs> you started oh, wow. out not liking it and then liked it? Yeah. Wow. Okay. There's something going on because me and Ben are completely in sync again. Whoa. I, I'm going to just straight out say... I just genuinely like the episode. Interesting. Wow, we're just all over the board. It's so weird because it is a Neelix episode. Yeah. And it's like, in spite of that, like, maybe I got to give Frake some credit here. I Like, yeah. bringing, in, bringing in the dinosaur. Uh, it looks like, just like the dinosaur from the old dinosaur TV shows. Yeah. That's exactly what I can Like, it was so weird. He looked like the baby from the dinosaur TV show. Yeah. And I was thinking, like, I kind of gave him some, I kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt on that because, like, we're judging it, we would judge it by today's standards, like production standards for TV and stuff. And I'm like, well, late 90s or mid 90s, I guess that's not terrible. I guess it's not like they could do a CGI dinosaur baby. I don't remember what else I was watching in the late 90s to compare it to. I don't think anything was. I'm going. Going by the but this came out in 1995, you know. I mean, I don't know. So it could have been like the clay claymation stop motion, like in a tool video or something like that. I don't know. They had some pretty gnarly looking shit on X Files that was pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think you're going for gnarly with this thing. I think you're going for somewhat kind of cute and savable. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, you still got to go with the whole we 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 want to save animals that are f- fun and cute, not ugly, stupid ones. Right. So you kind of right. go for that, and then you see what they look like when they grow up. Oy. Right. It's a double bagger were... right there. I need a bag for it and a bag for me. If they were ugly and stupid, then they would be food. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but this episode, I mean, it starts off pretty interesting. Uh, it looks like. We have a little uh, Tom Paris's are taking place. Tom Paris, especially in his like crotchular region, Tom Paris is is smitten with Kess. He loves her. He says, "I'm in love with her," mm-hmm. which is kind of dumb. But at for least them to hit us to, for them to hit us with they're in love. Like I can see, oh, he, I'm really attracted to her. I think there might be something there or something like that, you know. But like I'm in love with her. I think he's using love as in like a fourth grade term where yeah. he doesn't really know what the word means. He's crushing uh, on her. Yeah. They've been trapped on that ship together, you know, for what, at least a year now or something? Not coming up on. He's just getting kind of lonely. He's feeling kind of lonely. He's feeling honey. (laughs) Put the beats in the middle like Monet. Alien strange. Yeah. It's like I had that bird lady. Now I want something. It's like, man, I'm so tired of jerking off into my socks. I just, uh, I got to do something else. No, you go to the holodeck. Yeah, but he's even tired of that. Can't you just jerk off into the replicator? Like, because it'll clean it up, right? What a terrible image. I, I, you don't jerk off into the food slot. That's just no, but like it's, when it's in clean mode, like it's sucking up all the particles, I, you just shoot into it. If, 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 okay, so you're saying if you jerked off in your oven and then you put it on clean mode, you'd be fine with cooking yes. in it later that day? That'd be pretty, like if you can take the heat, I guess. 
Like can't take the heat, get your ass well, out no, of the no, kitchen. You, but you can't do it because to be in clean mode mission. for your oven, it has to be closed. You no, I'm saying though, but, latch. You, so, but I'm saying, would you be, would you be willing to do it while the oven's off, then put it into clean mode? No, no, it doesn't work like that. The replicator has to be sucking up all the particles. But it it doesn't. The replicator doesn't do that. I'll call you the replicator, you, baby. You, you don't put the things in, and it goes. <laughs> you put everything in, and then you tell it to to clean or to recycle it. it yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, granted, it, it takes some timing. Oh my! Like God. maybe you got to put a dirty dish or two in there. You could lose so a dick like to that. trick yeah, the replicator. It sounds like a real. Yeah. Like you're playing Russian hey, roulette there. Do your kegels. I mean, work on your range. Come on. <laughs> Wait about a week and a half, two weeks, and then go for it. But I don't think he's using the word love to mean love that we know. Yeah. He's using love like he's just, he's got a crush on her. Yeah. And that's fine. I mean, I think at, at least it's some um, story progression. Like we've seen this kind of, he's been talking to her. He bought her a nice birthday present. There's been some momentum for this it just didn't happen like right out of left park you we, know we know that two is his cutoff he's yeah. like oh she's two now all right before she was too young but now she's two i'm in yeah. yeah so at least it's a progression of a story that we've seen kind of growing every time talk tom talks to her he's kind of like being nice but like too nice and neelix is getting a little did you see that did you see that so it's a nice progression of their story as well i think which is kind of cool right like Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, seeing Neelix just basically seething, just I'm being so nice right now. I'm but that not was just really annoying anything. for me. Like that, that whole thing, because in every previous episode where he's been super jealous and everything, there's no mm -hmm. payoff or there's no resolution for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what I liked about this episode is they actually like, okay, let's resolve this. So we never have to deal with it again, hopefully. Yeah, and like, and Neelix got to a point where he took all he cans and he can't stands no more, like Popeye. So then he just, they, it came to fisty. He threw a plate of spaghetti in his lap, even though they, I like the, I didn't like how they tried to dress spaghetti up. Like it's just spaghetti and sauce, but they were like, oh no, this is actual hair from a creature and the blood of some other creature is the marinara. And oh yeah, it's gotta be all weird. It's like, no, dude, you just made fucking spaghetti. All he's bro. doing is like yeah. the, the Halloween props you know yeah. like when you go to stupid halloween parties and it's like ooh, it's hair and worms and blood I, i'm sorry i just i would have no replicator rations because i would use them all on food mm -hmm. there's got to be I a would... hot black market for replicator rations on voyager that's i want to see that episode like what people I'm... are doing to get replicator rations well, since oh, yeah. apparently you can use the fucking holodeck all the time, yeah. I would I would go to that fucking. Uh, Let me watch you jizz into your replicator, and I'll give <laughs> no, you no, no, no. You, you go to the Frenchy uh, bar that they go to and just order wings or something. Eat it. I don't know bar. if they don't sell wings at that. Point. Doesn't that count though? No, they don't sell. Why would you think they sold they're wings rationing, at that bar? They're rationing holodeck. Oh too. yes, would you like some hot wings? Yes, these are. Yeah. <laughs> they are very nice. It's just as much as uh, they you oh the, try the garlic parmesan it is wonderful. <laughs> no, they, um, the, the knights from uh, Monty Python. That's my French accent. Oh, yeah. the Carolina ghost pepper is a little too hot for for me, but they, you might be able to handle it. Pierre oh. has a very weak palate. Yes, 
Mon ami, what you try, you try the lemongrass. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> bon appetit. Enjoy the hot wings. <laughs> oh, would you like some chicken and waffle? Now, do you prefer the blue cheese or the ranch? <laughs> it's got to be blue cheese, right? They probably don't give you the option. Yes, but I, I give you the option so I can call you a peasant when you choose orange. When you choose Larange. Larange is for peasants who cannot uh, accept the finer taste of blue cheese. We say we like blue cheese because it's spelled French. Blue, B-L-U-E. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, in Paris, we call it bleu fromage. Uh, fromage bleu. Uh, but yeah, it's... Yeah. um. Yeah, they, uh, but it's nice to see Neelix kind of stand up for himself, I guess. I mean, well, it's, just is act it... on it. Stop bitching at your girlfriend about it and actually do something. Yeah. You know, leave the two-year-old alone. Let her go to preschool and fucking uh, go after the other guy. At but he goes after confronting the guy instead of just controlling her and mm. gaslighting her. But I will say uh, Neelix is picking a location where he knows somebody should break up the fight. But nobody even tries to break up the fight. Oh, yeah. shit. Everybody, people are just laughing and pointing in the background what? that these guys they are having the a food entertainment. Fight. Would you stop a food fight if you saw it? Well, you haven't seen any exciting shit happen. Well, I mean, it's better than eating Neelix's food. And um, <laughs> then it actually turns into like a physical altercation because they're rolling around on the ground and like Paris has, been, Paris has been to the joint. Like he's fighting a, a prisoner. Like he's surprised but, Paris doesn't have like a shank. I'm sure Neelix has fought somebody over some junk before. Yeah, like, but if you're I, a junk scrapper, like you're you're gonna. And pa- get Tom Paris went to to like Martha, uh, what do you call her? Stewart, Stewart prison. Still prison. It ain't orange. Is the new black prison. That's not even, I mean, it's still prison. I mean, I think you're thinking Oz prison, but it's still prison. Well, no, I mean, he was in New Zealand, so it wasn't Oz, but. um... Still prison. I mean, I'm saying that I don't want to go there. I'm just saying a a Federation penal colony is way better than any prison we have here. (laughs) I don't know, man. It's still jail. Prison jail. You're still breaking rocks. I don't want to work. You still it's got not a- space prison jail, but it's still prison jail. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not, Jem Hadar prison jail, which was awesome because yeah. they had like fighting to the death regularly there, which just I think <laughs> shows the awesomeness of the two shows. Like they had constant fighting to the death, and Worf got. To- How many people did Worf kill? We decided like a thousand. <laughs> he just killed. You know, I mean, they had to bring in a whole nother battalion of Jemadar. Worf was just killing on a daily basis. But, you know, it was good for him to get it out of his system. And, and so uh, they get into a fight and they're rolling around on the floor, and Janeway tells him, okay, look, um, you got to put your differences aside. We found this planet, we've detected some proteins and some other nutrients. So we think this planet might be a food source. So we might want to go check this out. And that revelation right there made me so, so happy. Yes. They finally acknowledge after, you know, initially they had the shortages, some power shit, but now they're finally acknowledging food's getting short. 
And it's another reason to explore a planet. It's mm-hmm. not, it's not a, a an anomaly. It's not, it's like we found food. We, we think there's food down here. Let's go check this out. I know this trick will only, it's like a one trick pony. It's only going to work once, but it worked on me. I was like, oh, thank God. Like, it's not, it's not an anomaly. Yeah. It's, it's not a light being. It's not, it's, it's an actual class M planet that could have food on it. Hey, let's go check that out. Yep. I was thrilled. They're finally taking a side trip for something other than just, hey, this is fun. Yeah. Or the possibility of like, hey, maybe this could get us back faster. Right. Like, hopefully, as we go on, which I'm sure we will, hopefully we'll see that plot device dwindle. Like, the amount of like, well, maybe this will get us home quicker. Maybe it will. No, no, I don't think so either, Ben. You don't have to shake your head that way at me. Don't take, take away his hope. Just just let him have this. It, 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 yeah. Kind of makes you wonder, though, like, when they stopped on, like, the 37th planet, or the planet with the um, the people who had the like the super teleporting thing that mm-hmm. they tried to steal. Like, why didn't they just load up on a bunch of stuff when they were in those planets, especially the thirty seventh planet? Because hardly anybody lived on that planet. Like, they probably could have gotten a whole bunch of stuff. Maybe they did know, to, to just store. I thought they and talked they, about they trade. Ate it that fast. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've got a crew of one hundred and fifty that you got to feed three times a day. That. Uh, Two times a day. Well, you know, there's only that one fat Bolian, so everybody else is, is pretty, you know, pretty slim already. But they're gonna so. kill him. That's the plan. They're fattening him up just to kill him and eat him. That's for Thanksgiving, just yeah. in case. That's what they're gonna. That's why you see Harry Kim in the later seasons is getting fat because they're trying to, you know, they're trying to blow him up so they can eat him. That's a season eight episode. Like if they don't get back, they're gonna. It's the Hansel and Gretel long game. Yes, it is. <laughs> they're chasing him around the the bridge with like fucking hatchets and forks, and they're like, "Let's eat that fat motherfucker." Harry. And he's like, "Ooh!" <laughs> he's like beating him off with his clarinet and stuff. Harry, could you come to the captain's private kitchen? <laughs> I accidentally dropped something in the back of the oven. Could you look and see if it's still in there? No, no, don't cook Harry Kim. Now, I want to say as well, this is the first, Janeway's got a new haircut today, right? Yes. Yeah. I, I like the haircut. She doesn't have the bouffant thing going on. She's got like the side part kind of thing mm-hmm. working there. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things I noticed too. I was like, the hey. Kind of helmet a little bit. Helmet yeah. look. I like that look. The weird bouffant. But yeah, we get um we get some real action here. Something real happens, and then they land on the planet, and there's like a poisonous. They call they all call it the vapors. Rest in soul, Bismarcky. On the planet, it, it causes skin irritation and itchiness and a rash if they're there too long, if they're exposed too long. Um, and so they they decide to kind of go to this cave and and wait it out, and they blast the the entrance way of the cave. Yeah. That way, more the the tingly gas doesn't get in, I guess. Yeah. Which well, I, I mean, don't understand that. But I got okay. a question: Do they do these ships just not come with probes that can fly onto a planet surface and like a drone or something like that that can fly around and look around? Mm-hmm. They have them. So why don't they ever use them? Good question. We see the the EM. Uh, up, Dennis. The oh. EM particles in the atmosphere. Um, 
were uh, pretty severe. And it took an expert pilot like um, Tom Paris, Tom Paris, to fly him down. That, Is he more so, of an expert than the AI of the ship? Absolutely. See, on, Star Trek, buddy. we we have a very difficult relationship with AI in classic Trek. So, and then, our ships yeah. can't fly themselves, and that takes all the fun out of it, Dennis. Not yeah. really. It'd be cool to see that kind of stuff happen in '95. That would take away all the plot devices. Well, yeah, I think come it, on. We had the remote probes on the Geordi episode where his the the ship went down deep in the atmosphere and they did the thing they plugged into his visor jets. Yeah, yeah. And he could fly the probe around. It was like VR for mm-hmm. Geordi. It's like, the, what is the Oculus or whatever it is, the Google yeah. thing? They yeah, totally the ripped that, Rift, yeah. They totally ripped that off from Geordi. I hope he got a piece of that. Has anybody been watching him host Jeopardy? It's in my DVR. I've been watching the the uh, TikToks from his daughter, huh. who's like, she like the first one I saw. She's pointing it at the screen where he's hosting, and she's like, "He's there, but he's there," because <laughs> he was watching the episode with her, and That's she's awful. like, "So she did that like three times, and finally he looks over and she goes, are you recording this? Stop! Just watch the show." He, he sounded like a dad. I was great. I can't think of a better host. I hope he gets the gig permanently. Of everyone I've seen guest host since, uh, you know, Alex passed away, I think he's the one that the the most people are kind of behind. Yeah. You know, it's like these the are best can, so many people are like, the only reason I can read is because of him. So why wouldn't he be a perfect host now that I'm an adult to be on uh, Jeopardy? Do you guys listen to his podcast? No. Mm-hmm. It's good. LeVar, it's LeVar Burton reads. It's He just reads short stories to you. Oh. It's pretty good. Like it, it, it ranges anywhere from like ten to twenty-five minutes. Okay. Um, they get the licensing for that. I mean, I'm sure he just reads stories that he likes, and I'm sure he contacts the authors or their Audible's got to be pissed at him for doing that. I guess, hey, but I mean, well, they don't really have a short racket. story market. Yeah, these are just short stories. So I'm sure he contacts. He just says, "Hey, these are stories that I like, and I want to read them out loud." I'm sure the authors are like, "Fuck yeah, dude! Free publicity." That's well, especially awesome. for short story writers. Because yeah. we, you and I, have talked about that. Where there's just, where do you publish short stories anymore? There's no I mean, market. All the magazines are dying. So Man, what's a magazine? Exactly. To the beanpole dame, to the magazine. You ain't it, Miss Thing. I've been quoting a lot of old rap lyrics so far. I hope you guys are keeping up. So far, I did <laughs> Juvenile. The show, there'll be a today, I did, today I did Juvenile. Um, I also did Coolio with Fantastic Coolio. Voyage. Mm-hmm. And then I just did that one. So that's three. And I did Bismarck E too. So that's four. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Bismarck E. But yeah, um, I really, I mean... Jenny, you, know, you they you, called they called it Planet Hell, right? Yeah. Like, isn't that like the the insider term for the set that they used on TNG? Uh, TNG, yeah. Yep. I so it's just like a wink and a nod to the wink, wink, fans. I believe it was. And the thing is, is I know for a fact that they go to planets later in the series that are would more accurately be called Planet Hell than this planet. They shot their load early on that one. Yeah. yeah. Planet Hell 2. <laughs> Planet really hell. Planet Hell again. Planet West Hell. No, this one's Planet Hades. 
planet East Hell? Planet Hellywood. <laughs> At best, this was Tartarus. Planet Helliberry. <laughs> oh. And then we go to Planet Swordfish. Helliberry? Helliberry? <laughs> I she don't. Was I'm the captain. I'm the captain. Now, Jenny, you said you liked the episode when it started, but then grew to hate it as it went along. What was the turning point for you? It was the fucking dinosaur. Okay. Everybody the do the dinosaur. dinosaur. So it was it came just... out of that shell, and I was just like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it just turned into a Disney movie. It was pretty bad. <laughs> it wasn't the, It wasn't even like the effect. It wasn't like it was a, you know, I just looked at it. Like, I, I know, like, it was mid-90s or whatever. It just, it just turned really cheesy all of a sudden. Like I, I really was enjoying like watching uh, Paris and Neelix work their shit out, and then all of a sudden, I'm a godmother now. Oh wow! Look at my baby dinosaur. <laughs> look at my baby dinosaur. When they walked into the room though, and there were eggs. I was like, every space movie I have ever watched tells me for you to run now. Or just start yeah. shooting of, the eggs. Yeah. It's just no, just get the hell out. Yeah. Don't don't shoot them. Don't just don't touch them. Don't trigger them. Yeah. There's an episode of Mandalorian where you don't fuck with the eggs. There's yeah. countless mm -hmm. aliens movies where you don't fuck with the egg. You get out. Nothing good ever comes of being trapped in a cave with a bunch of eggs. Yep. Now, Dennis, I'm gonna ask you first. Um, when did you didn't like the episode and then you enjoyed it? When did it start getting good for you? Uh, like Jenny said, like they actually started um, working out their differences and stuff and mm -hmm. like getting real with each other about, well, I don't like you because of this. Well, I don't like that, but I respect you, man. And then I think Neelix kind of realized he was being a douche to Kess this whole time. And so like, it's actual character development that I don't think we've really seen at all in this series. Okay. So I, all right. Like that kind of, for me, uh, you know, glosses over all of the bad stuff in this episode that should make it terrible. Okay. So you're feeling the way I felt about last week's episode. I guess, yeah. Now, Ben, same question. When did it start getting good to you? Uh, in the cave. When, okay. When they're sitting there and they're actually starting to, to talk. Because it's like you're you're trapped in this situation, so now you you got to talk and start expressing, you know, getting real with the feelings. And you know, I hear what they say about you on the on the mess decks, you know that that whole yeah. conversation. And then when the baby was born, there was so there's the initial, like ah oh, geez, but then it it freaking grew on me, and I'm like, and so seeing the way that the two interacted with it, can't just leave it. Well, you know, you yeah. know, we can. Two, it's two men and a baby kind of vibe. Yeah. And That's what uh, I was thinking too. Two men and a dinosaur. You know, and and you know, Leonard Nimoy directed two men and a baby, so that works. Right. But uh was there no. a ghost in the backgrounds anywhere? Uh yeah, but that was the 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 ghost mom and it was, it was real scary. Ghost mom. Isn't that the thing with three men and a baby? There was a ghost in one. Yeah, there's a ghost in like the window or something. Yeah, it's a promotional apartment. cardboard cutout. Of a ghost? No. Or a ghost of a cardboard cutout. Both. <laughs> it was a ghost of a cutout. Issues. This cardboard cutout sadly died on set three weeks before. <laughs> Ben's angry with us now. No, just, you know, I've done my job. You're fine. 
I love your job, Dennis. I think Dennis, you and I thing. agreed for once. Why, why do you have to ruin it? You guys have agreed twice because last week you both didn't like the episode. Now this week you guys both do like the episode. I was afraid that I was going to come in here being the only one that liked the episode again because I genuinely enjoyed it. Like I liked the kind of slapstick comedy of the of the spaghetti fight. I thought that was fun. Mm. Um, I liked mm. the character. I thought it was fun. I was into it. I mean, you can't beat a food fight. Maybe it's the old Three Stooges fan in me that like it's they always. It's just so weird that nobody, nobody tried to stop it. They want to see. Hold me back, Dennis. Hold me they back. They want to see either Paris or Neelix just get punched in the face. Yeah, they don't. Neither one of Neelix. these characters. Yeah. I don't see. Judging by what Neelix said, that you know he hears the people on the, uh, what the people on the Mestex say about Tom, I, I think there's a good enough contingent on both that neither of these are the most popular person on the ship. Exactly. So it's like when the two most unpopular people fight, nobody's going to break them up. Yeah, they exactly. just want to watch them fight. Like Kiss Thank would you. be the only one to try. Or Harry. Like, uh, or Harry, or, yeah. Or the Delaney sisters. And that's why everybody hates Paris is because he's always pushing up on the Delaney sisters. Because he's Eskimo he bros with everybody on the ship. Because <laughs> he just walks by dudes and be like, oh, you're seeing it how my dick tastes. And they're like, fucking Tom Paris. God damn it again. Are you kidding me? Delaney's? Jesus. How's my asshole Wait. taste? Oh, god damn it, Tom Paris. You're Wait, into which, that? Which, which sister? Both of them. Doesn't matter. They was both playing arrested trombone. <laughs> the chocolate clarinet one. Yep. It was like a New Orleans funeral in my quarters. <laughs> oh, those saints came marching in. <laughs> And they just kept coming and coming, baby. And came. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, I, I would have liked to hear more of what Neelix said about people talking bad about Paris because you don't really get that because there's so much insulation between the main seven people and the rest. I would like to hear people beef about Paris. I think that would be cool. And it'd probably, well, I guess he's got enemies on both sides too but if you remember the first episode you know the starfleet the senior officers were talking trash about him to harry but then they all died but then they yeah, yeah it's basically the joke was what was it everybody who ever talked shit about uh paris is dead now yeah i guess not i mean some of the shit talkers persist of, of all the shows i think this would be the most interesting lower decks oh yeah well uh, like what all the lower decks people are saying and doing all the time oh yeah I hear that especially uh, when you consider the maquis element too. Just from that ginger who got kicked out of um the head uh engineer guy. I would love to just hear him go to his quarters at night and like slowly drinking himself to death because some Puerto Rican Klingon took his fucking job. She's a goddamn traitor. She didn't go to fucking the academy. I went to the fucking academy. I was there for four fucking years. I majored in fucking warp core dynamic repair and i have this fucking bitch is gonna come in here because she's fucking maquis slut and is i would the, love to see that is he the argyle action. of voyager because he's disappeared now right i think he comes back later you see him every now and then yeah has he retreated into the uh what they don't those living things that are in the wall oh the bioneumatic gel packs yeah is he using those to ferment which uh some pure grain alcohol which they've never mentioned again by the way they brought it up one time, and then we've never heard about it ever well, since. Well, we heard it in the pilot episode when they talked about it. Uh -huh. And then we got it in the cheese episode. Okay, twice. 
and then that was it. <laughs> twice. That's it. We it's been established twice, so we're good. Yeah. Heaven yeah. help us if those things catch COVID. It's fucking over. <laughs> oh God. Oh no, they're all vaccinated, so they're fine. Now there's probably a couple holdouts. Not if they get the Delta Quadrant variant. My that's, body. That's exactly what I thought of. I, uh, I was driving today and I was listening to the news and they were talking about the Delta variant. I was like, you know what? Voyager is the Delta variant of Star <laughs> Trek. Can I get vaccinated against the show? Yeah. I mean, no, we can. It's vaccine resistant. <laughs> we can stop watching it if we have to. I don't, no, I don't want to. Me neither. I've enjoyed the past two episodes. I'm going to keep it going. I'm gonna. I'm trying to go into it with a whole new attitude. Just like I'm just gonna turn off the old brain. I'm not gonna expect much. I'm just gonna see where this thing takes me. I'm sure it'll get mediocre soon. I think the past two episodes have been quite mediocre. Yeah. yeah. Which, after a string of shit episodes, mediocre yeah. seems very yeah, nice, right? Like a lot of yeah. TNG is kind of mediocre, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's it's an acceptable level, and then they bring in some great episodes to yeah. break up the monotony. So we'll have some, you know, this is the reverse. We'll have yeah. a bunch of shitty episodes and then we'll have uh, some really mediocre episodes to break up the monotony and be like, it's, it's, it wasn't that bad this week. And this then every week. now and then we'll right. just have a total stinker and be like, this was fucking awful. No, I, th- I think, uh, yeah, there's a few of those coming. Yeah, I'm sure. I think are. we, there's going to be a few that are going to blow you guys away, though. How bad they are? No, but how good they are. <laughs> oh, we'll see. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where you... you, The Cisco show up? You're going to get the bins. Well, Riker shows up uh, in one of them, so... Got to show up in everyone, baby. He's in the finale of of fucking uh, Enterprise. He's got to show up here. That pisses me off so much. (laughs) Maybe Riker shows up and it's all a simulation. He's like, well, this is what would have happened if Voyager went on their trip. They're right over there. (laughs) Well, I mean, that was the thing is... Troubleship... I just saw the uh, the uh, a clip about it again, where they were talking about Far Beyond the Stars on DS Nine, and one of the the options that they were trying to to present at the end was that this all of DS Nine was just a story that Benny Russell wrote, and so it was it it would end with him on the set and them making his story of DS Nine. Well, they got to try to ruin everything. And well, yeah, they said that you know the ramifications would then just everything in Star Trek was a basically a dream, and they uh, shot it down. Why do they got to try to ruin everything? Yeah, it was a great episode. Just accept it for what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, try to make stop making it into something else. Stupid, stupids. But um, but no, I really, I really liked this episode, man. I really, I really did. Mm-hmm. I liked it. I, can I say I liked Neelix? Sure. I I mean, I definitely would say I liked the episode despite Neelix, but I think to go so far as to say I didn't hate him in this episode. I think that, yeah, that was, that's the term that I would use, Jenny. Is I almost I, said I liked him, and then I was like, no, no, I can't. I can, just can't say those words. I didn't hate him as much in this one. Now, let me ask you this question. I want you to be honest with me. Do you think he wanted to keep the baby like he wanted to keep it alive so he could fuck it later? Well, when he said he he wasn't around, he he was he gonna wait for? <laughs> no, no, no. He said I I'm I'm not around children that or you know infants that much. And I'm like, yeah, because of that restraining order. I, I mean. <laughs> right. 
That was my big joke. I'm good. I'm, I'm, oh, all right, you guys. I'll see you later. I'm going to go. I'm out. But I, he like, showed in this in this episode, like his growth or his uh, character arc in this episode was good as opposed to like in Jatrell, where he's that that mm-hmm. uh, mass murderer or whatever. Like it was just kind of shitty that episode. That's like his development in that one where he like at the last minute, he's like, oh, no, I forgive you. Blah, blah, blah. It's just kind of dumb. But yeah. this one was uh, I thought they did a pretty good job. Yeah, having him and Paris kind of go at each other and then rebuild like a, a respect for each other. Right. That was one of the behind the scenes notes last week. Mm. Was that was it Ian uh, was it Bear whoever who said that the last week's episode sucked so hard and was so was, bad uh, for Neelix Braga Braga that yeah. uh, they actually made this episode to try to to take some of the you know as damage control for the neelix character you know when you said that ben i was like there's no way neelix is the worst character there's no way to fix it but you know what they did a pretty good job it was okay well i saw somebody um on twitter telling us that this you know when we were talking shit about last week's episode and they were like oh next week's episode's worse and i'm like ah i don't think so this this was actually it depends like the voyager is one of those things like i think like it's obviously there's some people that it's their show like they mm-hmm. like this show for whatever Poor bastards yeah and then some people like i can see, easily see how you can never get into this show you know like yeah. there's almost nothing that the show can do at this point because i'm almost there but <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i guess a lot of that goes to what was your trick yeah for people right the, your first exposure trick, like if if you're a little kid and you're watching, you know, UPN on Wednesday nights or whatever. And, you know, mom and dad watch Twilight Zone and then you get to watch Void or you watch Voyager before they watch Twilight Zone or something. And it was just like, you know, that was the show that you grew up with. And from a seven-year-old's perspective, from an eight-year-old's perspective, this might be a great show. Yeah. You Look know, the little it, dinosaur baby. Exactly. And then, um, you know, like my first experience when I was like five, six years old was original series. So that's what locked in, you know, for me growing up with it. It was just what you were the dinosaur baby. And that was the show that imprinted on your dinosaur baby brain. Well, yeah. I mean, you guys like I know Jenny has told me before that, you know, the Jar Jar Abrams movies were her first experience. Like that's what got you to start watching it, wasn't it? That was what got me to come back to it. Oh, okay. So what was your first? Was TNG. TNG? Yeah, I mean, I remember seeing TOS like when I was a little kid, but I just wasn't really into it. Yeah. But the one that you actually sat down and watched was TNG. Yeah, and I, like, even then, like, I don't, I didn't watch, like, every week. You know, I just kind of Mm. picked it up here and there. Like, I had a friend who watched it, and I would watch it with her sometimes. Yeah, and Bob, you did the TNG thing we've heard yeah I watched I watched TNG when I was when I was younger but I got into it really late and then I started watching then I saw the movies yeah like I got into TNG around season five okay um and then I watched five six and seven when I remembered it was on because it was on Saturdays at four o'clock or whatever and some days I'd forget but I remember going to see the movies I saw the first two movies in the theater mm-hmm. so um so yeah and then I started yeah. watching it when we had the baby yeah, and then Dennis, you. But I always, but I remember. Come in at? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just curious oh, where Dennis came in at. Like uh, the original series would come on in the afternoons, 
and we would watch some of those episodes and then um like we rented the motion picture and the Rathacon and search for spock from the from the library to watch mm. and so like I'd, I'd seen all those before uh tng i was gonna say like yeah i just had the memory of you know being traumatized by wrath of khan as a little kid so yeah i guess that counts <laughs> yeah, i don't remember i don't remember watching a lot of the tv show but i remember going to see the movies uh, i remember as a kid i saw search for spock uh, in the theater and it ended as soon as they got to Vulcan like the the power went out or the the reel went bad oh my god yeah so for the longest time I thought that was the end of the movie because I remember like being ushered out of the theater and being told like yeah the, the it went bad so uh, well you guys can come back for another viewing and we didn't but I remember that's when it, it ended right oh, wow. there yeah. God. so yeah old yeller you know he's fine yeah, he, <laughs> exactly. He nothing, nothing happened. You didn't get to see uh, McCoy say, "I choose the danger." No. Oh my god. So it's like, yeah, he, Spock still did. Yeah, that's all I remember. This is Spock still. I mean, they got him to the planet, and I was like, okay, so what happens now? And then that so was Star it. Trek Four pops up, and you're like, how would he come back? Yeah. And I remember seeing that movie as a kid and I like that one. So, I mean, like mm -hmm. I, Star Trek, I don't, but I don't remember the TV show. Like I just don't, okay. I just, I just remember it being movies okay. and then TNG. So. Yeah. Cause Star Trek four was what got was successful the one that was successful enough that put Paramount over the edge to make TNG. Yeah. That's I, what there, gave them the success to say, yeah, pull the trigger. There was a kid growing up who lived in our neighborhood. We all lived in townhouses and there was one kid Carl James and Carl James's backyard. The majority of his backyard was this huge deck. He had this big wooden deck, and like it was, he had like five stairs that led up to like almost like a like a second story deck. And this was huge. And we used to play Star Trek on the back of his deck with like the chairs and stuff. Okay. I remember that specifically because Carl was a big Star Trek fan. Um, so that's what I kind of got into it. Um, nice. So if we can't get Tommy Virtue, can we get Carl James? Yes, I, I'm friends with him on Facebook. Maybe we can get him on the podcast. He'd probably know a lot more about Star Trek than I would. Then I don't know if we can have him on the show. That's true. <laughs> we already have me. Yeah. We've got our Trexpert. We only need one. We can only stand one. <laughs> That's true also. I don't know if you guys knew this, but on the Dinosaur Show, there was a character called Turtle Puss. What? Turtle Puss? Turtle Puss. That's a hot name. Yeah. That's my stripper name. Was it a snapping oh. turtle? That is, the question goes for you too, Jenny. Is it a snapping turtle? Yes. No, you kinky bitch. You always I, have like a, a shell over it to conceal yourself. It's a terrapin. I mean, I'm from Maryland after all. You know. <laughs> there was a short story in playboy years and like way back in the 80s how short was it um well it, up, it, dennis it's but it, it was basically acceptable a, a, about uh what do you call it um i forget the term for it jenny you might remember it the balls the, the no the teeth in <laughs> in, in the cooch thing vagina dentata yeah Una and, <laughs> yes it's like that was a natural Vagina language dentata. for Jenny, like her <laughs> native tongue. Oh, Vagina Dentata. 
<laughs> of course I know what the fuck that is. <laughs> I'm thinking that's like the most awful parody song for Lion King. Vagina Matata. It's like, no. Coming soon to Mouthy Broadcast. But um, no, so it, yeah, so that trauma, you're talking about traumatizing you, that traumatized me as a young man. And yeah, and, yeah. for the rest of my, I, and I think there's a movie about it that came out in the 20th, 21st century that I was just like, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> as soon as I heard what it was. we called Man Eater? I don't know. I just remember that I saw what it was about and I'm just like, I'm out. Can't, can't relive those nightmares. Nope. All men from now on. It's just like, I, I'm out. It's just, <laughs> it dicks all the way down. Mm, all them dicks. I told you it was a choice. <laughs> Childhood He trauma. wasn't born that way. He chooses it. We got choose real it. controversial. Lady Gaga would disagree. All right. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm on Team Gaga with this one, Dennis. You've been in Florida. You've been in Florida. You've been in Florida. You've been in Florida too long. It's already changed you, bro. You got a soul patch. Now you're talking yeah. about choice. You'll be wearing one of them MAGA hats soon. You're going to be eating all your meals at Chick-fil-A. I seriously considered. I was like, you know, I should get some tank tops and just wear tank tops on a regular <laughs> basis. <laughs> Jesus. Not like a A-shirt, you know, or anything. Yeah, like just that, like a tank top. Just yeah. like a cool tank top. You're going so to go down here. You're going to go to the doctor and be like, hey, man, is there any way you can suck this vaccine out of my body? <laughs> oh, no, Dennis can't make that choice anymore. No way you can get it out. You you got it in there, doctor. You can get it out. I know there's a microchip in me. We just get the oh, magnet. By the, by the way, the... T- today was the first day we're we're back in masks at work. Oh shit! On, on yeah. base. I'm, I'm surprised. This is the high transmission area. Get out of town. Yeah. I'm convinced. I've been telling my wife this virus is going to kill us all. Like this is the end of mankind because people are just too fucking stupid to get vaccinated or wear a mask. I have to go back to wearing a mask. I'm okay with that. I've been wearing masks everywhere. I, anytime I go anywhere, I wear a mask. I Unless okay, I'm outdoors. So and even then sometimes. Last year, at the worst of everything, when people were complaining about masks, I felt kind of like a hypocrite supporting you know everybody wearing masks because I didn't wear a mask. Mm-hmm. But it's because I never left my house. Freaking elitist. <laughs> right? I, I mean, I just isolated in place. Just had, sit in your castle. Exactly. I'm 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 one percent Jew castle. You know, I had my food delivered to me. I had your my man chef. It's wine delivered to you. Absolutely. I, I mean, my matzo ball soup. I had my solo Passover dinner delivered. The filled the fish. Lock got a this. jar of it left over, but uh, should have served that up for you guys when you came over. The filled the fish. I'm good. I've seen it in the. Now, is the only way you can get it in the jar like that? Or like, are, are there make it? Yeah, I've only seen it in the jar, and it just doesn't look appetizing. Oh no, no, I cook it. I take it out of like you can serve it out of the jar, but I take it out of the jar and I actually cook it. And it's a, then it's like, a pickled fish. Well, no, it's 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 it. a stuffed fish. Stuffed. Yeah. With what? With fish. With you, you take you know you take fish. fish, and fish. You, you it's almost like fish stuffing. Except you know it's it's just all fish because the thing is you're not supposed to pick bones. Wait, is it stuffed with the same kind of fish? Yeah, different fish. That's but the no, cool no. part. No, no, no. It's 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 white fish. It's all white fish. 
filter fish translates from one white fish to put it in different white fish. Okay, here it is. Gefilte fish translates from Yiddish as stuffed fish. That's because the dish, which is made by grinding up to bone fish, usually carp, white fish, mullet, and pike, and adding filler ingredients like breadcrumbs, eggs, and vegetable okay. scraps. Oh, yeah, and okay. then they traditionally stuff it back See, into the skin of the whole fish. So I thought like they were just putting like... fish into fish. That's yeah. the way it sounded like you were describing it, Ben. Okay. Are you, are no. you even Jewish? No. That makes sense. Because, like, you know, like if you do, like, stuffed crabs or something, you make, like, a crab cake kind of thing and yeah. throw yeah. it back in the shell. It, that's because the the thing is is you're not supposed to sep you're not supposed to pick things and and separate things on on Sabbath, and so if you have fish, it's got bones, and so you'd be picking Jones out Jones. the bones, and so you no shit don't fucking roll, Shomer Shavas, I don't pick bones, Shomer exactly. I got a bone to pick with you, but you know, and so that way that it doesn't you have I just fish, watched that tonight doesn't have uh, bones in it. I probably it's ten forty five. I haven't. Oh, the I thing thought you is, said I just watched. No, that I said tonight. I said maybe I'll watch that tonight. <laughs> I haven't seen. I've seen the beginning of that movie a million times. I've seen the end like six. I say nice marmot so many times. I'm in just an average so weak. Yeah, I'm. I'm either so stoned or hungover or drunk that I just fell asleep through it. It is something that I think I've only really watched late at night mostly. Oh, and yeah. so I was surprised a couple years ago in that whole like dream sequence where he's bowling. Yeah. Like going between the ladies. And legs rules. Like, I don't remember this. In, in With Kenny Rogers in Fifth Dimension. That song rules. Yeah. 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 No, what was it, though? Um, he said that that was the day that his family visited the set. Like, oh, really? you know, they wanted they wanted to visit or whatever. So it was like, oh, yeah, come on down. And then he finds out that's what they're shooting that day. Just dropped in to see what condition my condition. It's not Fifth in. Edition. It's it's it's. it's Fifth, fifth dimension. dimension. Fifth, it's fifth dimension with Kenny Rogers. It's not fifth dimension, is it? I thought it was. Let me see. Yeah, check that real quick because I I thought it was Fifth Element. Or is it the movie? There is no, a it's the first edition. First edition. Jesus Christ! New edition should have covered that song. <laughs> Mister Telephone go. Man. Yeah, just dropped in. I thought yes, yeah, it's, it's Kenny Rogers. Uh, it says Kenny Rogers. Let's see yeah. here. First yeah. edition, Kenny Rogers. Yeah, Kenny Rogers in first edition. He did With it a, as a joke. I thought. It's crazy. He's a great guy. Makes great he's, chicken. He's dead. Though. God rest his soul. Toward the end, those eyes. Telling you, more... man, when I saw him in when I saw him in uh, in concert, that was awesome. We, I almost went, didn't go because there was traffic on the hand. He was playing a Newport News. And, and for those of you that don't live here, in order to get from Norfolk to Hampton, you have to cross a bridge that's about 12 miles long, but it could take anywhere from like 45 minutes to nine hours, uh, just based on the day. And yeah. so there was traffic, and I was like, fuck, man, I don't want to go. We're going to sit in traffic forever. My wife was like, no, if you don't go, you're going to regret it. So we went, and it was amazing. We sat in traffic for like 45 minutes. He was phenomenal. We sat like eight rows back, like right in the middle. And like he would ask, he was he was talking to some guy in the front. I've probably told this story a million times, but I love it. And there was a guy sitting in the front row. And he's like, do you know my music? He's like, no, nah, I really don't. And he's like, all right, well, this is what I'm going to do. Every time I sing a number one hit, I'm going to give you 20 bucks. And so like 
through the show, Kenny Rogers is just singing songs and just fucking peeling off twenties and throwing them at this guy. He's like, you know this one, and he's like, yeah, plonk. and just like, fuck. he must have given this guy like two hundred dollars by the end of the show because wow. I mean, think about all the hits Kenny Rogers had. Yeah, he's just like, how about Poor this guy. one? Bank that guy. That guy definitely got mugged once he left. Oh yeah, I kicked his ass. Newport News, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was on the campus of uh, Thomas Nelson, so he probably he probably wouldn't like Thomas Nelson or CNU. Uh, excuse me, see uh, Christopher Newport University. Okay, I get the two confused because they're both named after a guy. A lot of a lot of initials. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it was amazing. Kenny Rogers fucking ruled. So is Newport News named after Christopher Newport? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was named after Newport that cigarettes. Last year. <laughs> well, that's what it is now. So I, I I didn't grow up around here, so a lot of the history names I know from history, but like I knew Thomas, uh, shit, Thomas Nelson, I grew up with that name. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but uh, it was cool, man. He ruled. But this, I tell you, man, I really enjoyed this episode. Like I thought it was like genuinely good. It, it was it was nice. Yeah, I wouldn't it's say nice. good. I would say it, I enjoyed it. But I yeah. was it was a refreshing yeah, yeah, yeah. episode. It was, you know, it was like a, a a cold Sierra mist on a hot day. Yeah, that sounds. Really it, cool. it wasn't quite Sprite, but it was, you know, it was maybe, still. Was it maybe like a Mountain Lion Sierra brand mist. or something? Mountain <laughs> Lion. I was, yeah, it, it, yeah. It wasn't Food Lion. Uh, Doctor Thunder. Wasn't Doctor <laughs> Thunder. But, Sam's uh, Choice. Yeah. So it was. It was a name brand. It just wasn't like a major name brand refreshing. Just, I, I don't think it. they make Sam's Choice anymore, do they? I don't know. I don't think I've seen everything. It. Great value. You know, you're I in like so. the you're in the Walmart like heartland now. You're in. There's probably a Walmart every ten feet where you are. Yes, it's not, but there is. There are Dollar Generals every ten feet. Okay. Even in I places was... like where there's nothing else, there's a Dollar General. I was yeah. like, why is there a Dollar General here? And then you see like you know houses back in the woods and stuff yeah okay yeah they're self-replicating i'll send you the video yeah the, the, yeah they, they just i don't need a video I see it every day going to work <laughs> yeah now you need to start watching a series uh it's a southern thing it's a youtube bunch of youtube oh, you're videos in the south now dennis you have to assimilate yeah. i grew up in south carolina <laughs> yeah yeah but, but this that was a this, yeah that's a different time too, that's tropical you were kind of, south you were kind of insulated too by like your parents and stuff i'm sure they tried to keep some stuff from you but like now you're in it like you're an adult you have to go out and socialize with these people and like see them at dollar really general like covid COVID. <laughs> i mean you're practically in alabama yeah yeah it's not far from here how far are you closer to your job or to Alabama from where? Oh, you're Alabama at? by a long shot. How close are you it to Alabama? About it. Uh, Alabama is probably like 15, 20 miles. Oh, Jesus God. Christ. Yeah. That's I'm like, so sorry, I just, man. I just got like a shiver for you. Like, oh my God. That's, <laughs> I, I, that's I mean, awful. and I'm not talking about like Mobile. I'm talking about Alabama. Like yeah. dumb Alabama. Oh, I, I know yeah. where you, you're in the neck of the woods where the uh, Top Gear guys started fearing for their life. <laughs> Do you know where Bruton? is Bruton, alabama no it's it's literally spelled b-r-e-w-t-o-n i'm sure bruton 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 is that like the closest place to you so like when we were driving down here we were coming down 65 and then i anticipated that the gps would take us through mobile and pensacola 
to to get to where we live in Milton. Mm-hmm. But instead, it told us to oh, there exit. you are right there, Milton. Yeah, it, and uh, like we we're on this back road. I don't I don't remember what it is. Okay. Um, eighty seven. Well, eighty seven is in Florida. I don't know what it is in Alabama. Okay, but uh, it goes up and goes through Bruton. Okay, or Brewtown, or whatever you want to call it. Now, do you live in like a nice town? Do you live in Milton or East Milton? Because I've heard bad things about East Milton. Uh, I'm like <laughs> in North North Milton. By I'm literally two miles away from uh, Whiting Field. Okay. Right, so are station, you on so. Oak Grove Lane? No. Now two seventy one Oak Grove Lane. Me, who lives in Baghdad? <laughs> And I do, do they uh, pronounce it Baghdad? I bet they don't. There's, I'm not kidding. There's a guy named Saddam Hussein who lives there. <laughs> do they pronounce it Baghdad or is it like, do they pronounce it some I've other I've never heard way? anybody say it. That's how I pronounce it. Okay, because I know here- It's real you know, small. Here in Ohio, we have c- cities named after other cities, but instead of Lima, it's they, like, it's what is it, Lima, Peru? They call it Lama or something like it's all pronounced yeah. differently like we have we have there's a lebanon ohio but they pronounce it lebanon and so like it's it's these really weird we pronunciations a town it's a r a b yes i was about to say i read an article about this town recently yeah and uh my cousin opened the first liquor store in that town when it went hey. wet and uh, it's arab but do you know why it's called that no So I was reading an article about this because I saw um, a story about this guy. I think he was uh, army reservist or something, Mm -hmm. but he was one of the people who stormed the Capitol. And so the, the FBI uh, went to Arab Alabama, Alabama. and Arab, excuse me. And uh, like, they kind of gave a brief history of the town and the town was named after someone like Thomas uh, Arad, I think. But the post office fucked up the spelling and that's put a awesome. B instead of a D, and so it just stuck. Fucking dyslexia. That's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Now, that's where I saw E.T. and Flash Gordon was in A-Rap. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. At the same First, time? Oh, no. Oh, you mean the, the people? You saw the alien E.T.? And yeah, it was, he, he was at Flash Gordon, and we watched, you know, and it was like, hey, Flash. Ah, he's the king of the impossible. Yeah. But uh, no, that was Flash Gordon was the first movie I saw by myself in a theater. And like literally my mom dropped me off in Arab. At, it, it was like a strip mall and the, the theater was the corner uh, anchor store or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was like, here's five bucks. We'll be back in an hour or after the movie, we're going shopping. And then they went to Walmart and then up to the group because that we would go into town like once a month or something or twice a month to get groceries and uh that must have been a really fun movie to watch as a kid oh it was movie amazing That's I, what, I think it's a great movie i mean of all the of all the celebrities i've met at conventions i i think meeting flash gordon and getting my picture with him was one of the 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 most important or whatever to me just because of the, that, that the memory doctor. i mean the fifth doctor was a big one too but to meet flash gordon just because of that context and then yeah. I've lucked out like with the fifth doctor in your hair, it gave us a chance to actually speak uh, to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always been a camera problem when I've met these important people. So I get that extra little time with them. 
And when I met Flash Gordon and, and please step away, sir. That's what they say. Please step away. Step away, sir. <laughs> well, no, the, the camera guy, Mr. Jones, Mr. Jones would not like to unpuck your lips. Sir. No, so, so Sam, unpuck your lips, please, sir. Please, but Mr. Mr. Jones, what do you call it? The, um, the camera guy started, met, you know, met, he said, Hey, I got to This, I'm sorry, I got to fix this, blah, blah, blah. So I'm, and I said, Oh, well, you know, I told him how he was my first, you know, Crush. comic book hero. On, in a movie or whatever when i was a kid and i said yeah because my mom if you were the first movie i saw by myself in the theater my mom gave me five dollars and and dropped me off at the theater and blah blah blah. You know, i was telling him the story and uh when i said five dollars the cameraman stopped and went five dollars and he looks up at the camera guy and goes hey five dollars was a lot of money in the 80s <laughs> and he goes Yes. So, yes, Seth MacFarlane told me the same story. You know, he, you know, he was big influence, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Seth MacFarlane's grandmother dropped him off at a, that, that, uh, the, in Arab, Alabama. Alabama. Wow. You guys sat next to each other. We did and didn't even know it. That's, and I was like, holy shit, is my he buddy was stealing Seth? your ideas back then, too? Yeah. Motherfucker. No. So I just, I thought it was cool, though, to, you know, share something like that with him and, and to have that little connection or whatever. Just, I don't know. I, I, meeting Christopher Reeve would be the only thing bigger for well, me. You better hope he's in heaven because he's gone now. Yeah. Would you know my name? Oh God! If Christopher Reeves was in heaven, I hope he's in heaven. I like Christopher Reeves. Those movies are great. Yeah. That I mean that set the standard for. It's like I was talking about it with my sons the other day. How these Marvel movies, Chris Evans is going to for that entire like two generations. He's Captain America. Yeah, you know, they're, they're just that's who it is. Tony Stark is RDJ. That's just who it is. Did you say Tony Hawk? Stark. Oh, I was like, what? You're all mixed. The up, Iron Man. I'm not trying to gatekeep you here, but that doesn't sound right. I don't know. Tony I Hawk, guess. Iron Man, and uh... <laughs> that would have been great if they cast Tony Hawk to play Tony Stark. <laughs> I'm gonna shred. But yeah, I don't um... understand what's going on. Sorry, I, I, we just I it's took okay. this off another path. And then the mother shows up, is but we don't know if that's really the mother. But that was Neelix kind of raining for. Like, is that the mom? Is that the mom? We don't want to ruin yeah, it. Could have been a pedophile like Neelix coming to planets and taking orphans. But I will say, Neelix, Neelix showed a lot of likable character characteristics in this episode. Like, I, I especially with the with the baby, he was really kind of compassionate, and it, it showed a different side of him that I that think. Didn't. I, he's I, very compassionate with the young. Oh, <laughs> yes. That sick son of a bitch. All right, he's, all right. He's passionate. I don't know about compassionate. Well, I wasn't saying. I was saying. Compassionate. I was saying. I was saying he was. Say he it. was being very kind. He was showing kindness. How about that? I saw the look I, in your eyes, Jenny. I knew where to go. I, I think it's one of those things where he's definitely the the bleeding heart of that group, where for Tom was more pragmatic. But it's like, hey, we, we got to stay alive. It, it was born here, so it's I, it's supposed to be here. We're interfering with it. Let's just leave he it. He saw a lot of himself in that thing. You know, like it's a survivor. It, it's kind of fending yeah. for itself. And so he, you know, he kind of connected on that level with it. I like the idea with the, the, the hypospray where it's just like suck up some of the atmosphere and, and kind of. Is that how hypersprays work? What do you mean? Like they suck is up it like stuff. an actual syringe well you could yeah. back on ds9 we saw them uh take blood samples with them so 
They, they must have a suck setting. She's gone from suck to blow. <laughs> blow, blow, blow. She's shoving him down his pants. It's Mega Maid from Spaceballs. Come on. Get with it. You can get that 5G out, Dennis. Yeah. There you go. Get that 5G out of Dennis next time Let's I see that. Because you know they scan for that when you go to those Gates rallies. They they scan yeah. for the, your chip and if you that's have your congressman one, they kick you now out. too. That's really next bad. week. Next week I'm going to be wearing an American flag. Uh, uh, Everything tank top. <laughs> it's weird how they've weaponized the American flag. Isn't it just so weird how like now yeah, it's always kind of been weaponized. I mean, but <laughs> it depends on which I side. Guess, of the... Yeah, I, I guess you're right. But it just it seems... just turned against you now. So yes, yeah, <laughs> I guess so... maybe you're right. Maybe I said if you were I'm... if you were Native American, it, you might have a different feeling about. Yeah, maybe that. you're right. Maybe I spoke from a place of ignorance on that one. Yeah. A place it's of from privilege. There's nothing wrong with your perspective. That's your perspective. Yeah, but but being you're... able to see other people's perspective when presented to you, that's a good characteristic. So you should be you should be glad about that. I try my best. My biggest problem with anything to do with the flag is these blue lives the red lives yeah, yeah, i don't when you change the colors of the flag because you're always lives? probably firefighters firefighters but who doesn't like firefighters everybody, i mean I, it, but i everybody I, I, wants their calendar are like everybody killing black people too <laughs> i don't know <laughs> they're actually saving a few yeah but no I, i'm fine with, i'm fine with firefighters whatever everybody likes i'm just saying when you when you start desecrating the flag for your political statements when you start changing the colors i just that gives me more even if i were still a conservative i would have so much heartburn with that because it it's cheapens like the flag itself it's like what are you what are you doing you can't come up with your own design i'm still mad what they did to the punisher logo <laughs> I'm, and i'm not it's even like a you, big you, punisher fan but they've obviously never read the comic and his yeah, attitudes totally. toward the cop really you know bad hero. cops <laughs> He's yeah, not really big on part. dirty cops. So, yeah. And it's weird because Disney sues. They're so litigious about their their properties, but, you know, every dipshit. They don't want to take that on. Yeah. Do, do they, they, they have? Should. Or maybe they're the ones selling those stickers. <laughs> <laughs> Under a shell corporation. You never know. I used to get so pissed at the Calvin stickers whenever he's pissing or when he's yeah, praying. Because, you know, if somebody's not into that, it's going to be Bill Watterson. Like, he's not. Uh, he he's left com- the comic because he was just tired of it. Like He doesn't want to do any kind of commercialism. Yeah. Like, there's, I forget, there's like two or three things that got licensed, like, early, early on. And then as soon as he got enough control to, to kill it, he did. Yeah. He didn't want any licensed products. Just, here's the book, read the book. Here's the strip. Read the strip. And, you know, so that's just knowing the author's intent. Whenever I see something like that, it just, it, it upsets me. And Calvin never pissed on anything in no. the comic strip. <laughs> no, every day. Like, you don't remember that one? That was like, he used to piss to on the, the, the spaceman Biff. He used to piss on the dinosaurs. Yeah. It was it, the pissed on the snowmen. Where do you think those yellow snowmen came from, Dennis? <laughs> mine were all in black and white i never i never bought the books I just oh no no you got to get the strips. books they're all in, well mine i used i actually took they're a yellow all yellow snowman yeah <laughs> hey man you'll be good in this one if he's peeing on something hey calvin's hey. really drinking a lot of gatorade today you'll be good in this one man we need to see calvin pissing on some stuff man come on get to it 
<laughs> Draw a Chevy truck on this one. Yeah, man. I want to see the making of the Yellow Snowman. Yeah, come on, man. I don't believe this ain't the same guy. No, Dennis, there was actually, that was a joke. There's never been Yellow Snowman. I, that was part of the bit. Yeah, I want to see, see it, man. I want to see pee it. Pee on some stuff. It was a, you it was dickhead. A bit. Put your pee in the freezer. I, I pee on it. Chop it up. Make it snowy. Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't true. Pee on it, you whore. I suppose you'd have to make the snowman first, then pee on it, right? Kind of like how you make a snow cone. Get the get one, syrup on top. Get, so get a Snoopy you ice, have to get ice in a ladder machine. And then pee down on the snowman to like... Depends on how big the snowman. However you want to pee on the snowman, that's up to you. I'm not going to take away. For a snowman. I'm not going to take away any of your create your creative license may, may, for that. Maybe pee in in a, in a bottle and get I like the little spritzer. I won't be doing any of that in Florida. <laughs> so I'm going to have to rely on you guys. Well, now that we have climate crisis, you'll never see snow again, Dennis. You just have yeah. massive super hurricanes coming to blow you away every yeah, other we week. We had a lot of rain today. Super hurricane. And it was coincidental because I read... I saw a headline about uh, Greenland, like having a huge melt off right now. Oh, cool. and like if if all that water went to Florida, it would cover the entire state in two inches of water. And sure enough, today, within hours of me seeing that headline, like we had this torrential downpour of sideways rain. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> now, the the big concern about that is once the salinization levels shift to a certain point. You you lose that that cold water hot water cycle, mm-hmm. and then uh, Europe freezes, and we become unlivably hot. So fun oh, times. After tomorrow, man. Day after tomorrow. But it's okay because it's a bit. So let's um let's let's close this thing out. Uh, Jenny, we'll start with you. What did you think about the episode? Oh. Even though I didn't like the dinosaur because I felt like it was very corny, the whole the whole dinosaur plot line was cheesy. I really liked the episode. I liked the character development. I'm gonna give it a. I'll give it a six. Okay. All right. That's a good start, Dennis. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Uh, I'm in that ballpark. Like, it's still not great. Like, it's not a lot of problems. Even though they, it's better than their average. Like episode i guess average is so low five yeah what'd you give it 5.5 five and a half i'm gonna give it i'm gonna give it a six and a half because i liked it i thought it was good um some good character development here um i think i'm gonna have to start grading on a voyager scale like it's not it might not be great it might be this might be some of the best stuff that we get Hmm. i hope not see i'm I'm teetering on this one because I know it can get worse and I know it can get better. So I'm stuck between five and six. Go with your gut, man. So we'll leave it right between five and six with a five and a five. All right. 5.5. There you go. I mean, it's much better than last week's and better than the couple weeks before. Like we're moving. Hopefully this is getting better. I'm trying, I'm trying to watch and review the show with a better attitude. Yep. Positive. I did a couple of shots of Jack Daniels before I watched it, and that really helped. I should have done that. Yeah. I just try with my positive attitude. Ooh. Well, that's it, guys. As I yawn my way to the end of this podcast, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with more Door Trek. I'll let you know how it goes with the guy. 
from Instagram. If you have any suggestions on people you would like to try us to reach out to to interview for Patreon, feel free. Uh, anybody interesting? Maybe we could try to get the dinosaur baby on. I don't know. I was going to suggest the dinosaur baby. Yeah. Do you think that was actually an extra prop from the dinosaur show? Yes. Mm. Yes. Because that yeah. show ended in 1994. Yes. So they bought that shit at a garage sale and they said, <laughs> hey, man, we need to do some cost cutting methods because this show mama. is. The show isn't doing as well as we thought it was going to. Um, so we bought this dinosaur at the garage sale. So start writing a script for it. And they're like, we could make it a cast member. Like maybe it could be the new fucking shuttle bay guy. He's a no, wacky so dinosaur shuttle bay dude. Toward the middle of season two, we'll have Kess and, and Neelix, you know, like they missed out on her having the kid. So now they're going to adopt and it'll be the dinosaur baby. And then it, it, it and now we get that little happy homemaker part of the show. Yeah. I, I okay. do like the idea that the dinosaur was like for a rating stunt. Like yeah. they thought that would bring in. And then they're like, well, that I mean, how about, what did, how about some TNA? What do TV shows do when it starts to flounder? They bring in the kid. We, gotta, we yeah. need to bring, we need to freshen it up. This is the cousin Oliver of Voyager, but they kind of pulled like it's too early yet. It's too early. We can't bring in cousin Oliver yet. Abort. We're not ready for that. We're, We're just testing ready. the waters. What's testing Leonardo the waters. DiCaprio doing right now? <laughs> <laughs> Someone get us Leonardo DiCaprio. What's he? He was on Growing Pains, right? Yeah, he was on Growing yeah. Pains. Okay. That I would like to see the then. dinosaur baby like always in the egg, walking around Voyager, just kind of hopping. Like yeah. the guy from um uh the 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 Jim Davis show the oh, U.S. Acres U.S. Acres yeah the the yep. feet with the egg body yep I always thought that was a great bit mm -hmm. just yeah. not yeah. ready to come out of my show yet yeah <laughs> just not ready. well that, that he never made a, a strip of that that was just strictly a cartoon right I don't know was there a U.S. Acres strip I, like I don't remember was. I just don't think it was as popular as. Well, what's more popular than Garfield? Simpsons. Everything. Everything. Peanuts. It was launched in 1986. See, uh, original I... original print run ended in '89. Uh, okay. So it's pretty much the same time as the show was on, wasn't it? Yeah, ran uh, reruns ran on Garfield.com from 2010 to 2020. We just missed it. Another another COVID victim. Uh, that's weird. That Gar I don't I don't know why I think it's weird that Garfield has a website. Who would go there? Like, who goes to Garfield.com? That's what I want to know. I mean, right People after looking for James Garfield, the president. <laughs> yes. Right after you get done looking at your minion memes, what are you going to do? You go to Garfield.com. I'm going there right now. So, so just something with... Oh, Garfield is now part of the Nickelodeon family. So with... The comic strips like Garfield, comic strips like Peanuts, comic strips like all of them, whatever. The thing that used to piss me off when I was doing web comics is that when they would put them online, they would keep them fucking small at like newspaper size. Yeah. And I'm like, wow. why? You, you're, you're online. It doesn't save you any money. So all the web comics were getting bigger as screens got bigger. But newspaper comics literally stayed the size, the tiny ass size they were in the newspapers. I'm like, your core audience are these old fucks. And if you're lucky enough to get a boomer that knows how to use a computer, give them the big screen so they can actually read the shit. Yeah. Sorry. That's just a they were thief. just scanning it. They weren't doing any like advanced 
No, but the, if you scan it, Dennis, the originals are are like fucking huge. They're fourteen inches by four inches. They're ridiculous. My concern, the way web comics were going, my we, concern we were was scanning them from a newspaper. That's why they're small. Ridiculous, Dennis. I'm out. All right, that's it. The show's over, guys. I'm Have done. a great night. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. Bye. How's that soy latte coming? Huh? Huh?